<laughs> All right, so we're going to end this segment on a question. How are the exclusives... Now, whenever I say exclusives, I mean actually exclusive. Like, it's not going to go to the other system. How yeah. are the exclusives comparing right now between the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5? So to give an idea of what... The, now, I just kind of found this rudimentary list off of Reddit. So this could be taken a little bit with a grain of salt. But it looks like the PlayStation 5 showed off... Uh, their exclusives, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Ratchet and Clank Rifted Apart, Sackboy Big Adventure, Demon Souls Remastered, Gran Turismo 7, and Horizon Forbidden West. Now, I, I, I say exclusive, but there are some liberties being held here because PC is probably involved with some of these games. Um, compared to Xbox Series X, which has Halo Infinite, Forza Motorsport, Avowed, Everwild, State of Decay 3, Hellblade 2, Fable, Project Mara, which is a Ninja Theory game that I don't know a whole lot about, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. So out of those two, who do you think has the better exclusive so far, Rowdy? All right, man. So you know me. I always try and play devil's advocate about everything. Mm -hmm. um, now, first off, uh, Sony. For sure. Um, Sony has the better first party. But the reason why I think Sony has the best first party is just because these first party games, you know, they are from studios that they've had for quite some time. Uh, they just have that Sony flair to them. Whereas the Xbox studios, yes, these are all exclusives, but these feel like, because a lot of these are companies that they just recently acquired within the past couple of years. So a lot of these games were probably in development prior to being bought out. So it just feels like, you know, uh, 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 Microsoft bought them and then slapped their name on it. So yep. it doesn't feel as genuine. So to me, th they have a chance of having better exclusives eventually. Right. Just not right now. You know, PlayStation, PlayStation really focused on exclusives over the past few generations. Um, and I think that's why they have the upper hand here. So for sure. I'm curious, you know, cause Sony obviously has a pretty big hand in making sure that they reach certain, I think quality levels very much like mm -hmm. Nintendo does, but you know, I'd be fooled with the way the battle mode works in freaking paper Mario origami king but um <laughs> we'll talk about that next <laughs> week about that. <sighs> anyway um you know i feel like microsoft i don't know if they're doing that same approach i'm not saying it is a negative thing though because i almost feel like okay we buy you you you're now ours right but i, I don't i feel like they kind of let them do their own thing you know i don't feel like they're as controlling in a way and i don't mean that in a negative fashion i just mean like the quality level is seems different somehow less glossiness i th well mm -hmm. to, bringing it back to the whole nintendo thing like one thing to think about with nintendo like with their exclusives you know they really they're able to push that system farther than any third party could do right and that poor Sony, little toaster it's, it's, is just pumping it out right 
And Sony's kind of the same way with a lot of these first-party games. Like, they're able to push the PlayStation as far as it could go. Um, whereas a lot of these companies, like I said, when they were originally in development, probably weren't meant strictly for right. uh, Microsoft consoles. So, eventually, these uh, uh, these companies will be able to push um push these xboxes to the limits of what they could do seeing as their first party they'll be able to do more with it they don't have to focus on other systems um but it just feels right now that they were focused on other systems at the beginning uh, but like i said man give them give them a few years and you'll see some of these like really pumped out looking really good so like like fable that one is going to be absolutely amazing it is going to be the best one of the best looking xbox series x games just because that's all it was developed for um and that's that's kind of me like i say i like I, try, I try to play devil's advocate for everything man i try to to point out the good with the bad with everything now so that's that's just what it feels like to me for xbox now you know i i, I can i pretty much agree with you there i think they got some time to grow i think a good look at what to expect down the line with some of these other companies as they grow. Uh, you know, you can look at Sea of Thieves and what Rare did with that. You know, because Rare, after they left Nintendo, man, and they went over to Microsoft, they had a rough time of things for a while. Yeesh, yeah. I think they've grown pretty significantly as their own uh, lately. But I think you can look at Outer Worlds. While it was made for multiple consoles, you know, Microsoft did the same thing for Ori and the Will of the Wisps. And I think a lot of that was a mixture of almost like goodwill, but at the same time, I almost feel like it was the, the Game Pass Trojan horse that they have just been trucking into everybody's system. Because, man, think about it. Oh, I, can, I can play Outer Worlds on Game Pass on this system. I can play Ori and the Will of the Wisps on Game Pass well, I'm ready to play the next one. These were so dang good. Oh, but I, I have to only get them on the Xbox Series X. Well, I guess I need to buy one of those because it'll come with it on Game Pass, right? Now, I almost feel like yeah. that is the thought process that sneaky old Microsoft did. I mean, that's how they got me, right? Uh, so well, I mean, like, but like, like you also said, like you get some of these games, but then the DLC you yeah, gotta pay for, which is yeah. fine. I mean, you know, because they they get quite a bit of revenue through game pass it's it's pumping out hundreds of millions of dollars a month for microsoft and all these other companies which we'll talk a bit here about in a uh, bonus points but i at the same time i'm completely agreeing from what is shown right now the games that i think are more i guess overall interesting are on the playstation 5 because i don't know enough about some of these xbox series x exclusives like yeah I'm excited about Avowed, but honestly, I don't know how it's going to play yet. I haven't seen enough of the world. Uh, they're not using exactly the same writer, but, you know, the guys coming in that uh, worked on Pillars of Eternity is going to be involved with it. Um, Hellblade 2, great game. The first one was great, but, man, it is tough as nails at parts. Uh, Halo Infinite looks good. I'm not the huge Halo fan. Uh, Everwild, no freaking clue. Looks fantastic. Art style is spot on. No clue. Fable, same thing. Looks great. Mm -hmm. What is it? You know? <laughs> um, Microsoft Flight Simulator. I mean, that. I don't know if you've seen any of the video on that. 
it's a little bonkers how good that looks. Dude, that's going to be the biggest file on your <laughs> Xbox know. ever. It's going to be like a terabyte. <laughs> it's going to be so man. crazy. But yeah, uh, I am agreeing with you right now. Like, if I was to just objectively put them next to each other whenever this launches in within the first year, I think the games of the PlayStation 5 from first parties are better. However, I definitely am. Uh, I, I'm so sold on Game Pass, man, that, you know, I don't have to buy these exclusives because it's going to come with that. So. Well. Speaking of Game Pass... Yes, sir! I think it's time. That's going to bring us to our next question. Our bonus point section after the break. 